Imagine what would it be like to land on a totally new continent and have to survive? Nephi's family must have been so tough. Actually, let's imagine what it would really be like with a game. Let's play a survival game. Will you make the right choices to thrive in the promised land? Answer these questions and see if you make the smart survival choice. Your camp is out of water, but your little sister is really thirsty. All of the adults are off hunting. You've been told not to leave your village alone, but your sister is so thirsty. So here are your options. Do you run down to the river and grab a pitcher of water? Or do you stay put and wait for the adults to return? If you went to get water alone, guess what? You became a mountain lion's lunch. If you chose to wait for the adults, you're still in the game. Your dad has given you the job of melting the ore to make swords to protect your family from the Lamanites. But a regular fire isn't getting hot enough to melt the metal. Do you decide to add larger logs to the fire? Or do you decide to make a bellows to blow the flames with air? It may seem like a bad idea, but have you ever heard the phrase fanning the fire? If you chose to make bellows, you fed your fire with oxygen, and now you have a hot enough fire to melt the ore. Good job! Your camp is having a hard time keeping the mosquitoes away at night. Do you decide to move your camp further up the mountains away from the river? Or do you decide not to burn fires at night because you think the light is attracting the mosquitoes? If you chose to move up the mountain, you are mosquito bite free. Mosquitoes need water to lay their eggs. So if you get away from the damp leaves and mud by the river, less mosquitoes. And the smoke from your fire actually keeps the mosquitoes away. So moving to higher ground was the right choice. Your family has decided to go find some honey. What way do you decide to get it? Do you decide to follow the bear tracks knowing that bears love honey? Or do you follow a bee that's foraging for nectar? Ever heard of the term bee line? Bees usually follow a straight line when they head back to the hive. So if you beelined it to the bees, they like right to their hive. Good job! Okay, here's your last survival choice. Your brother just went hunting and brought back a deer. It's more meat than your family can eat in one meal. How will you make sure that none of the meat goes to waste and rots before you're able to eat it? Do you? Put it in a basket in the river to keep it cool, or do you cut it into small pieces and smoke it over the fire? Did you choose to make deer jerky over the fire? You win! Okay, Mom, last week we learned that the Lamanites and the Nephites have officially separated into two groups. What happens next? Well, it's been at least 40 years since Lehi's family left Jerusalem. Jacob and Joseph, Nephi's younger brothers, are growing up, and Nephi has a job for them to do. And I did summon unto me my younger brethren, Jacob and Joseph, who now were men. (laughs) 
tell me, little one, is your father in? Uncle Jacob! <laughs> Judith! Joseph? <laughs> Yay, my father is waiting for you. He's in the garden. And we shall go there. Come, Joseph. There he is. Nephi. Hail, come out, my brethren. I would speak with you. Joseph? Ah, uh, Nephi. I trust you're well. Jacob? Yet it's good to see you, Nephi. Thank you. And to see you looking so well. Yea, Joseph, I am well. But come, my brethren, it has been made known to me that I should consecrate the both of you to become priests and teachers over the land. Well, Jacob? I have no words, save that I shall labor with great diligence, if such be the will of the Lord. And you, Joseph? I also am without speech, but the will of the Lord be done. I shall labor with all diligence as well. Then so be it. So both Joseph and Jacob were set apart as priests and teachers over the land. Yes, Nephi encouraged Jacob to teach from the words of Isaiah the prophet. So Jacob taught really important truths that are recorded for us this week. And these chapters are actually some of the most precious in all the scriptures. One thing that Jacob said was, My heart delighteth in righteousness. And I love that saying, and I totally agree with him. I'm happy when I keep the commandments. They make my life so much better. Do you guys delight in righteousness? Do you joyfully obey the Lord? Let's play a game. We will share some examples of children making good choices or bad choices. Can you guys stand up when the choice brings happiness and sit down when the choice brings sadness? At school today, you choose to play with a new kid and make them feel welcome. That was a good choice. You made a new friend, and that makes you happy. Hooray! Your mom asks you to go outside and scoop the dog poops in the yard, but you don't obey right away, and you forget to do it. That was a bad choice. You slip in the poop while playing in the yard with your friends later that day. Hooray! At church, you decide to be reverent and listen during primary. That was a good choice. You feel the spirit, and it makes you peaceful and happy. Yay! When you get home from school, you decide to do your homework right away. That was a good choice. Now that you're done, you have the rest of the night to play fun games with your family. Yay! Your friends walk past your favorite donut shop after church. You are really hungry and would love one, but decide not to go inside the star and keep the Sabbath day holy instead. That was a good choice. And guess what? When you get home, your mom has a plate of warm cookies waiting for you. Hooray! Your friend shows you a bad video on their phone. Instead of walking away, you watch it. That was a bad choice. Now you can't get the bad images out of your head. You better go and tell your parents. Oh, the poor dear. Some kids on the soccer team are teasing another player. You stand up for what's right and tell the other kids to knock it off. You made a good choice. The girl hugs you and thanks you after practice. Speaking up for what's right makes you feel good inside. Yay! Your little sister made a big mess in the living room. Even though it's bedtime and you're tired, you decide to clean it up before going to your room. You made a good choice. Serving your family brings peace into your home and it makes you feel happy. Hooray! It's way past your bedtime, but you want to keep reading your favorite book. 
Besides, the chapter is almost over, and it's like so much fun, so why should you stop? Your mom asked you to close the book and go to bed, but you decide to just finish the chapter. That was a bad choice. The next day is your math test, and you are so tired that you can't focus, and you don't get the grade you wanted to. Oh, that's too bad. Listeners, when have you felt happy because you made a choice to follow Jesus Christ? Hi, my name is Emery. I'm 11 years old, and I feel happy when I go to the temple and I'm kind to my siblings and my friends. My name is Wesley. I'm nine years old, and I'm from Utah. I feel happy when I go to church because I feel the Spirit. Hi, my name is Spencer, and I live in Edmonton, Canada. I have followed Jesus Christ by being baptized. I feel happy each week taking the sacrament because I know I can be forgiven. My name is Annabelle, and I'm seven years old. And I was happy when I followed Jesus Christ because I did family home evening. My name is Nora. I am almost eight years old. One day at school, someone was being mean to my friend. I asked them to stop and help comfort my friend. I know this is what Jesus would want me to do. I felt happy. My, hi, my name is Cole, and I'm five years old. I feel happy when I hold the lion rod. I help my family members to read scriptures every night. Reading scriptures makes me happy. Jacob's message was a joyful one. He said, I speak unto you these things that ye may rejoice and lift up your heads forever. He preached that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ can bring us joy. All right, we're going to send you back in time so you can listen to Jacob. What does he say that cheers your heart? What will you do to remember these things that he taught when you're feeling discouraged? Okay, guys, we're going to travel back to a forest in the ancient Americas to listen to what Jacob taught to the people. Try to blend in and look like Nephites, okay? We don't want to get caught time traveling. must needs be expedient that Christ, for in the last night the angels spake unto me that this should be his name, shall come among the Jews. But they at Jerusalem will stiffen their necks against him that he be crucified. But behold, thus saith the Lord God, when the day cometh that they shall believe in me, that I am Christ, then have I covenanted with their fathers that they shall be restored in the flesh upon the earth unto the lands of their inheritance. Seeing that our merciful God has given us so great knowledge concerning these things, let us remember him and lay aside our sins and not hang down our heads, for we are not cast off. Nevertheless, we have been driven out of the land of our inheritance, but we have been led to a better land, for the Lord has made the sea our path, and we are upon an isle of the sea. 
cheer up your hearts. And remember that you are free to act for yourselves, to choose the way of everlasting death or the way of eternal life. Reconcile yourselves to the will of God and not to the will of the devil and the flesh. And remember, after you are reconciled unto God, that it is only in and through the grace of God that ye are saved. Wherefore, may God raise you from death by the power of the resurrection and also from everlasting death by the power of the atonement, that ye may be received into the eternal kingdom of God, that ye may praise him through grace divine. Amen. 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 Jacob wanted his people to remember that they were part of the house of Israel and that God would always keep his promises, no matter how far away they were from their home. We can be assured that God will save Israel and he will save us. Save us from what? To save us from sin and death. So we all know that every person that's born on earth will eventually die, but because of his atonement, Jesus has power over death. Because of Jesus, we will all be resurrected. That means our spirits and our bodies will be reunited forever. This is an awesome gift. We could not overcome spiritual death by ourselves. Without an atonement, we would be separated from God forever, and we'd eventually become like Satan. But because of Jesus Christ's atonement, we can return to the presence of God, and we can inherit the celestial kingdom and become joint heirs with Christ. All right, we're going to play one last game. Jacob is obviously the younger brother of Nephi. So going with the brother's theme, we are going to play a brother's game. Isaac is going to name a sibling. Can you name the sibling's brother before I do? Name this famous brother before I do. Prince William. Prince Harry. Anyone could see that the prince was charming. John Darling. Michael, darling. Michael! John! We're going home! Jason Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Football, of course! Violet and Dash. Jack-Jack. No capes! Peyton Manning. Eli Manning. He's a football player. Orville Wright. Wilbur Wright. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird, it's a plane. Joseph Smith. Hiram Smith. Brother, brother. Huey and Dewey. And Louie. <laughs> Joseph of Egypt. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Gad, Asher, Dan, Naphali, Joseph, and Benjamin. Bluey. Bingo! Mom, those are sisters. Isn't Bingo a boy? No, they're both sisters. Oh, I thought. <laughs> All right, never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> okay, last thing. The Nephites were members of the house of Israel, so that's God's covenant people. 
The Nephites, they were sad to be separated from their homeland. They left Israel, remember? And they were sad to be separated from all the other Jews. Jacob prophesied that in the last days, the Lord would gather Israel back together. Wait a second. Isn't that something our prophet today talks about? Yes. The day Jacob was speaking about, clear back then in the scriptures, is now. We are called to gather Israel. It's done by sharing the gospel and performing ordinances in the temple. This must be important if spiritual leaders have been talking about it for thousands of years. It is. Let's listen to what our prophet has to say about this. Uh, my dear young brothers and sisters, these surely are the latter days. And the Lord is hastening his work to gather Israel. That gathering is the most important thing taking place on earth today. Nothing else compares in magnitude. Nothing else compares in importance. Nothing else compares in majesty. And if you choose to, if you want to, you can be a big part of it. Would you like to be a big part of the greatest challenge, the greatest cause, and the greatest work on earth today? Every prophet commencing with Adam has seen our day. And every prophet has talked about our day when Israel would be gathered and the world would be prepared for the second coming of the Savior. Think of it. Of all the people who have ever lived on planet Earth, we are the ones who get to participate in this final great gathering event. How exciting is that? To help his people understand that they were part of the house of Israel and could trust God and his promises, Jacob quoted the prophecies of Isaiah. And that message, it's for us too, because Latter-day Saints are also part of God's covenant people. Jacob wanted the covenant people to know that God would never forget them. He will never forget you. He is always there for you. So we must never forget him. Jacob, he uses two powerful but opposite phrases. He says, the merciful plan of the great creator. And the cunning plan of the evil one. The devil will do whatever he can to get us to forget Jesus, to make us feel like spiritual things aren't important, or just to distract us from eternal things. But Jacob taught, great are the promises of the Lord. He's here to help us. Jacob was so impressed by God's plan for us that he exclaimed, oh, how great the plan of our God. Jesus saves. He will save the house of Israel and he will save you. We encourage you all to come into Christ and to follow God's plan, the merciful plan of the great creator. That's what we have for this week. Please leave us a review if you want to be entered into our contest. Thanks for listening. Until next time.